since the dawn of man. We are born, we live our life, and we die. Or do we? In the next hour, walk a fine line with us as we explore the dynamics of our existence and the truth behind beliefs in the other side. Walk with us because we have found the key and the doorway has been unlocked. Every walk of life and every culture has a paranormal element. Every person has a story. Some folks are skeptical and some are staunch believers. Either way, this dimension does exist. The question is, can it be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt? Come with us as we walk out of that shadow and let in the light. Good evening, I'm Sean Halpenny. And I'm Terry Musgrave. Co-founders of MAPS Omaha, Metro Area Paranormal Society. Uh, pleasure to have you here with us. Going to give you a little bit of a background on what MAPS is all about. Terry, how did we start? Well, I was sitting at my house one day and the phone rang. And that's not paranormal in itself, except Sean was on the other end of it. Yes, I was. And uh, he uh, was approaching me because a mutual friend had told him that I had a ghost in my house. This is true. Mm -hmm. And uh, further investigation, which is another story, did clarify that. That's true. Uh, But he asked me if I'd be interested in uh, doing something about that, looking into it. We, We had a mutual interest. That's true. We did. Definitely had a mutual interest. Uh, my background is uh, I've been a sound engineer for over 25 years now and uh, was studying for a book, actually, that I'm pinning, The Great American Novel, which eventually I'll, I'll write. But uh, anyway, studying online and ran into EVPs, which are electronic voice phenomenon. It's uh, recordings of audio uh, of disembodied whatevers. <laughs> and this works out well for us because Sean likes to listen and I really like to talk. So uh, the partnership was formed. Yeah, it was. And it, uh, it's worked out uh, amazingly for the last two and a half years or so. We've been studying uh, all places here in Omaha and the area. And uh, we found a lot of stuff that, uh, well, we're going to be playing a lot of that coming up here on the show. And uh, let you guys decide. And we're going to open the phone lines here in the next, uh, after the first half hour and uh, see how that goes. And, and I'd like to add, it's, it's been a real privilege uh, meeting people that approach us with a story. And sometimes these people really need our help, and other times they're just real curious. But, but either way, um, it's been an incredible two years that we've been doing this. Absolutely. I think tonight <clears throat> what I'd like to do is focus on um, our investigations in Benson proper up in uh, Oh yeah, that's high school, and uh, it's that place is a vortex, literally. Yeah, but they know us there. Yeah, yeah, they do know us there. That's uh, that's some pretty amazing stuff. Also, uh, coming up on the show, we're going to have a special guest, Greg Pesser. 
that correct? And he is a local professional photographer and teacher of photography. And we've taken a couple of shots that he's looked at. And, well, frankly, he doesn't really know what to think of them. Well, and, and I'd like to add, uh, also, it's, it's Pacer. Oh, and sorry about that. That's okay. Um, he's, he's actually my best friend and the biggest skeptic in the world. Yeah, that's, this is true. Which uh, we've we've had a uh, few heated discussions, but all in a friendly manner. <laughs> all in a friendly. Yes, but absolutely. but it's an element that that exists. Uh, there's there's always going to be the person who says, "Show me the money," basically, and that's exactly what what we want to do. We want to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the evidence that we collect is uh, without question, and that's where he really puts us to task. I've also got uh, a couple of theories that Terry and I have gone through. One of them is the uh, origins and existence of EVPs and near-death experience as it, as it relates to uh, quantum physics. And that'll be something we'll touch base on. It's a, it's a little bizarre. So, you know, keep an open mind. Definitely different. And, and I'd like to add, and, and as you listen to our program and get to know us better, you'll understand that Sean is the tech head and I am definitely the You're tech with the dragon tattoo. So <laughs> we know our place, know our role. So uh, we're, we're waiting to hear from you. Well, like most guys, I like to play with the toys. I can't help myself. So <clears throat> I'll tell you what. We're going to talk about uh, some of the EVPs we got from Benson when we come back. You're listening to The Doorway. Welcome back. We're having a good time here in the studio just uh, joking around. Say, this segment is all about EVPs and some of the uh, sounds that we've captured on our digital recorders. What we use is an Olympus D330, which is just a dictator type. Uh, mm-hmm. Digital recorder. Yep. And uh, yours is also an Olympus. It's a newer one, though. Terry has the... Ha-ha. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the nicer, newer one. Yeah. But uh, I, I've seen it about five seconds the minute I got it, Sean, so uh, I'll have to investigate <laughs> yeah. this a little closer. Yeah, sorry. I just well, like to play with the frequency got, response He's got digital envy. No. Can you explain to the folks, we use the phrase, the term EVP. Right. Um, and that actually stands for something. It so does. could you en- enlighten the folks that are listening? It's electronic voice phenomenon. Essentially mm-hmm. what it was discovered back in the 50s, am I right? That's correct. That's correct. It was a gentleman in a Swedish forest that was recording uh, bird sounds. And it mm-hmm. asked, uh, just out loud by himself out there, said, uh, Guy, I sure wish I knew what that bird call was. Yeah. And when he got back into his uh, domicile, playing back the recording, he actually heard the answer. Someone there in the forest had answered him. He knew he was alone because he was way out in the middle of nowhere. And that's truly the birth of the EVP or electronic voice phenomenon. It is in uh, about every single type of recording device you can get electronic voice phenomena. It's just a disembodied voice from something mm-hmm. that I believe is bubbling up from the Planck scale. And if you go to mapsomaha.com, and I know it's a kind of heady thing, but uh, I've been doing my research. If you go to Maps Omaha and check out the news page, you'll see a PDF that Terry and I have posted there that uh, gives our theory of quantum physics and the existence. Because when you're talking about the Planck scale, you're not talking about a piece of wood. No, I'm not. I'm talking okay. about uh, Dr. Hans Planck, who was a German mm-hmm. physicist back in the turn of the century, who uh, did some incredible things with quantum physics and essentially based a scale 
uh, of size of all things. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually the Planck scale is, give me just a second here, mm -hmm. 1.616 to the negative 35, or anywhere between 33 and 36 uh, meters. You're tiny. In layman's terms, men always have to measure stuff. <laughs> well, you know, it's a guy thing. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. I know, but it's a it's a measurement that's uh, uber small, essentially mm -hmm. the fabric of the universe. And believe me, I'm not going to sit here all night and talk about that, but you do need to check out the PDF and uh, leave comments. I'd love to yes, have please. your email. Yeah, uh, and, that's, uh, and you can find that on the homepage right on the front on Contact Sean or Terry. And uh, you, you don't need to leave any comments about Sean and Uber Small. He's heard them all, folks. <laughs> I'm Irish. I have an excuse. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, move on with the show. Uh, the first one we're going to listen to was, uh, was given to us from our good friends at Great Plains Paranormal Research Group. Great group. Great group. They're here in town, and mm -hmm. uh, it's Dan, and Dan has all the toys. Oh, yeah. So uh, this very first one, why don't you go ahead and set this up, Terry? Okay. Uh, we happened to be uh, on a field exercise, and just basically we were waltzing around a cemetery. As we do. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful fall day, and uh, we were with the folks from Great Plains, mm -hmm. and uh, we happened to be in an area of the cemetery where it's specifically uh, devoted to um, couples burial. Uh, everybody right. there it's, is buried in tandem. So mm. all of the markers had names on them, uh, the, the uh, last name with the husband and wife's name on either side. And the burials are, are very straight-edged. In other words, they're not random. They're all in, in very straight rows. Very straight. And also, you'll, when you listen to this uh, EVP, you'll notice that there's a lot of crunching Right. Involved. That's not snap, crackle, and pop. That's actually leaves the, yeah. under Dan's feet. Yeah, and, and that's something that we, right away when we listened to it, we discounted that. Um, mm. Because, believe it or not, we are aware of our surroundings. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, we don't wander aimlessly, contrary to what our spouses say. There you go. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to play this one for you first without telling you what uh, is being said. And you'll hear Dan's voice. Mm -hmm. And then you'll hear something quite unusual yes very all right here we go Oakland. wow all right uh i'll tell you what you probably it's a little tough to hear yeah but uh hey we're on radio turn it up <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna play it again and then uh right after that we'll discuss what the evp actually says so listen up here we go Okay, folks. All right. Uh, what you just heard was either a small child or or possibly uh, a female voice. Either way, you can you can tell it's a high pitch younger voice. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to point out that there was no one else other yeah. than our groups. That's right. In the in the proximity, so yeah. you're not hearing a phone conversation that's been drifted over. No. Nope. Uh, you're not hearing people that are down the way talking, you know, amongst themselves. And that's one thing that we're always very cognizant of when very, we go on yes. these to, to make sure that we clarify that we are alone. Yep. Well, um, we were. Yeah, and we were. And uh, the surprising thing about that is uh, it's 
pretty unusual for Dan to really speak much. <laughs> and he actually did, which uh, we actually have his voice on tape. Uh, yeah. Um, well, you heard him say Copeland. He was right. reading the markers. Right. He was, he was actually, as he was walking, he mm-hmm. was reading off the names of, of these people. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, the voice, should I tell them what we think it says? Sure. Go, go ahead. Uh, we believe that the voice says, these are the sheep God wants next. And we arrived at that through uh, a filtering system. Mm-hmm. And uh, there again, that's Sean's area of expertise. I can kind of elaborate on that if you'd like. Sure. Uh, what we do is uh, obviously record, mm-hmm. dump the recording into the computer, take the file and open it up in Adobe Audition, and then just drop a set of headphones on and sit and listen to it uh, loud. <laughs> well, also, I'd like to point out that, that my partner here... Yeah. Uh, here's like dogs smell. In other words, you know, some dogs smell bad. That's not what I'm driving at, Sean. Although I've been told. Well, that's another that's another radio show. Oh, okay. But uh, his hearing is extremely acute because of his profession, mm-hmm. and you've you've actually honed that through the years. I that's one thing I have honed. Correct. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, actually, with this particular one, mm-hmm. I heard it as well. And, yeah, it's it's a very blatantly loud, not have to do a lot to the file, really didn't do anything to the file. Uh, it, it was just sent over by Dan. Dan said, listen to this. And, and, and the interesting out. element on that is when Dan, uh, with his group, mm-hmm. uh, listened to it, he arrived at the same conclusion. Right. So and, these were two yeah. set. We, we did not collaborate on that. No, he actually sent it over and said, what do you think of this? He didn't right. tell us what he thought. And then when we called him back or emailed cool. him back, said, yeah, it is what it is. These and, are the sheep God wants next. Yeah. And, and remember, his voice was a little shaky when he... Yeah, he called you, so. yeah, it was a pretty amazing file. All right, we're going to listen to one more, and this one is uh, from some of our Benson investigations. And yes, folks, we've spent a lot of time in Benson because, again, it's a vortex, I swear. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and set this one up, if that's all right with you, too. Yeah, go right ahead. We were in a Benson business, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll hear Terry's voice, and she's asking... Mm-hmm. The normal questions that we do ask, that is, you know, if you want to, if you want to speak, we can hear you now. Yeah. You know, you can hear me now. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we get a couple of different things here and we'll, uh, we'll discuss that. I'm going to play it right now. Here you go. Can you show me that you're here? I believe that you are. All right. We'll play it one more time. Here we go. Can you show me that you're here? I believe that you are. All right. Well, with that particular EVP, uh, you obviously heard Terry's voice, and then you hear a gentleman. Yes, definitely masculine. A masculine voice that says, uh, from the farthest blocks, we can hear you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then Mm -hmm. Terry speaks again. And did you catch what the uh, entity said at the end, which is very interesting? Do you have a right to collect these sounds? And, and I got to tell you, Sean, this mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite EVPs. Uh, mine too, absolutely. And and the reason it is is it totally changed the the monologue that I use. Right, right, it did uh, change the dynamics of how we go about getting EVPs. Absolutely, because it had not dawned on me till that point that wait a minute, you know, do I have the right to collect these sounds? And after I thought about it, and we, mm-hmm. we talked about it, 
Well, yes, we we do. We've yeah, we do. we've got sanction to do that. We and, do have sanction. Ask us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but every time now, when we start an investigation and we're we're using EVPs, I begin my my monologue always with, "We have been sent here. We do have sanction." Yeah, we've been asked to come, and mm-hmm. we have sanction to do this. So, if you want to speak, speak now. Correct. All right. Well, <clears throat> with that, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with special guests, Greg Pesh. Pe- I could do it. I could never do this. <laughs> Greg Pacer. Say it together, boys and girls. Greg Pacer. Pacer. Professional photographer and resident skeptic. Uh, good evening. Welcome back to The Doorway, second half. We have a special guest with us, Greg Pacer. Yay. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs> Hi, Greg. Hi, Glad Sean. Hi, Sherry. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing very, very well. Glad to be here with you this evening. All right. Great. Um, Greg, give us a little bit of background into what you do. Well, I'm a professional photographer and photography instructor um, at some local colleges. I've also been involved in commercial photographic reproduction, mm-hmm. For about the last 15 to 19 years. I've been wow. involved with uh, reproduction, but that's <laughs> something completely yeah. different. This is photographic reproduction. Oh, photographic <laughs> reproduction. You, you've there never done the other yet, have you? Not yet, to no, my Okay. We listened to some EVPs the last half hour from uh, Benson area, and one of the photographs that we had from an investigation at a local cemetery, we'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. Uh, because sometimes they don't really care for us being there. And uh, by the way, folks, do not ever go into a a cemetery without permission. I cannot stress that enough, Sean, as as you well know, because folks, there lots of times it's not a public venue. It's actually can be privately owned. Um, and the police will arrest you. Yeah. No you'll, you'll question. Get, you'll get guarded away. Yeah, that's a fact. So make sure you have permission to go just about anywhere, folks. Don't uh, don't just be walking around with the recorders thinking it's all right. It's not all right. J- just remember that everybody there has folks that uh, are not going to appreciate you stomping around on them. Yeah, that's true. So respect is the key. Yeah, all right. All right, now back to the photographing question. Of course, we're doing radio. So radio is actually TV without the pictures but here's the deal folks took a picture of a and what is it called it's not a mausoleum terry it's a um it is well yes it it, it is a mausoleum it, but okay. it's just a a uh it's called an uh personal or individual it's for one family burial only okay uh took a picture with a uh rebel xl eight megapixel mm-hmm. Uh, just loved the ironwork that was on that mausoleum and shot into the actual front of it with glass on it. Mm-hmm. And no one is around when I did that photograph. And then when we got it back, there was something very interesting. Greg, what did you think of that? Well, I have to agree with you. It was an interesting image. In fact, it appears to be a face, I believe, down in the lower left-hand corner. Um, it's reflection in glass. And... You know, as the skeptic and <laughs> as having are. looked here, at photographs for years that people have told me that have apparitions in them or spirits or orbs, orbs, yeah. all that, you know, there's there's usually and I'll say usually not always, but there's usually an explanation, either a logical explanation mm-hmm. or a photographic explanation. Um, 
with reflections and light and glass, when you photograph something like that, it could anything could have, could have caused that particular image, from tree branches to just clouds, um, clothing, or reflections off of anything you might have been wearing at that point. I have to admit. This mm-hmm. is an interesting photograph. <laughs> Good, and, I'm glad. And you... folks, that's a pretty strong endorsement. Right <laughs> yeah. There. yeah, you don't hear that from, uh, uh, from Greg too often. But one thing <clears throat> that that I'd like to point out is the image appeared to be that of a child. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. You would, you guys would agree yeah. with that. Oh, absolutely. And Terry, and, let me stop you real quick, um, mm-hmm. folks. If you want to see that photograph, following along with us, go to mapsomaha.com. That's mapsomaha. Dot com and go into the gallery and you will find that photograph that Greg, Terry, and I are talking about. Mm-hmm. And in that photograph, you will see, you'll be able to see a reflection of Sean taking the actual photograph. Right. My lovely mug. And then mm-hmm. if you look down in the lower left quadrant of that photograph, mm-hmm. you will see something. Yeah. Is, it, is it a face? Is it a reflection of flowers? I well, the, the, it's a little girl. The definitely. interesting element of this picture for me is in this particular mausoleum, there are actually three crypts. And one of them it does contain the body of a, a little boy. And um, to get a picture of a child, as we happen to be photographing a mausoleum containing a young, you know, a little boy. Mm-hmm. To me, that's beyond coincidental. It's very much beyond coincidental. And folks, seriously, I urge you to go to mapsomaha.com and look at that photograph. Because when I found it, I was sitting in my underwear at about 11 o'clock at night and couldn't speak and ran out of the and room and went, oh, that, and wow. That paints a picture. Well, I know. Thankfully, sure we, we do not have any <laughs> photographs of that. No, no we don't. And uh, uh, we're going to be going to the uh, phone lines here pretty quick. So... Uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Doorway. 